G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, we love to catch up with Bill Muhlenberg every Friday for our Culture Watch segment. And Bill joins us on the line once again. G'day, Bill. How are you? Very well. Great to be here. So good to have you with us. And of course, uh, sometimes you bring some pretty disturbing news uh, from what's going on both here in Australia and around the world. But you've got some good news for us today. Well, yeah, mind you, you get both, of course, <laughs> in the Bible, and uh, I like to present the Bible. So you got bad news, obviously, in the Bible, but all up, there's good news. Uh, certainly, if you see the big picture, you know how it all ends and everything else. So, mm. yeah, been writing about that of late and uh, looking at, well, some of the good news indeed about well, what can be concerning to us, right? You look, I would think any Christian who's concerned will look around the world and see what's happening. And, you know, you can get a little bit overwhelmed, uh, a little bit uh, worried, maybe. Um, certainly our parents or grandparents, at least, right, had a lot to worry about, say, with uh, Nazi Germany and all of that. So even the nations, well, today, communist China and so on. You can look around, be a bit overwhelmed and wondering what's going on. But the good news is, as we know from the Bible in general and a particular book I just wrote about, uh, God is in charge even of the nations. Mm, that's right. And that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, obviously, uh, I know an article that you've written in the last few days looking at the book of Daniel and you see some incredible highs and lows. I mean, these uh, <laughs> you know, um, despots that really were tyrants. Yeah. In um, yep. in their area, um, you know, God, God clearly was still in control, even despite you know they would have obviously thought they were. But uh, you can see just at the drop of a hat, just uh, things can change so dramatically. Yeah, well, that's certainly the message you get from the Book of Daniel. I mean, if it's got a theme, it would be God is sovereign, and if it's got a sub theme, I guess you could say God is in control. Of the nations, of rulers, of leaders, politicians, the elites. Uh, it may seem, right, like they're running amok, doing their thing, causing all kinds of havoc and grief and misery. But, uh, well, uh, it's clear just the short 12 chapters of Daniel reading that, you'll find, wow, even the biggest, baddest bullies of the day, right, uh, God had them in control. If we look today, well, let's say you lived in Taiwan and you knew just across the water there you got communist China mm. ready to gobble you up. Well, like Hong Kong as well happened to them. Uh, you could be overwhelmed by these great, mighty powers of the day. And that was certainly true back in Daniel's time, uh, right? Babylonians, the Assyrians, and some of these other powerhouses. And yet, when you read the book of Daniel, you see, wow, even those guys, these big bully regimes, God was in charge. Yeah, that's so true. And I think you can look at it probably from a macro and a micro perspective, can't you? I mean, obviously you're talking about nations and uh, that's very true, but it can be equally true 
you know, maybe in a workplace, for example, there might be someone who is, you know, the bully in the workplace and you're thinking, oh my goodness, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. But, you know, God's in control of those situations as well, isn't he? Yeah, right. We have to look at both, uh, as you say, micro, macro. Um, hopefully, like I say, Christians do care about the nations and what's happening, you know, elections maybe coming up in America and so on. But yeah, for many, it's our day-to-day experience, the workplace, your neighbor, uh, sorry, maybe even a, a family member, right, where things are not going all that well. There are, it seems like bullies, there's tyrants in the workplace, tyrants in the neighborhood, and so on. So yeah, you can apply the same principles found in Daniel with, say, ancient Babylon and ancient Israel. As you could even in today's workplace and you're whatever you're working at a flipping burgers or working as a bank teller or whatever, a school teacher, you might have a really out of control authoritarian boss or others who are picking on you, bullying on you, maybe because you're a Christian, right? They could be non-Christians and giving you a hard time. They have the power and authority to make things tough on you. Well, that was the story with Daniel and his friends, right? <laughs> they had a pretty nasty regime yeah. who could and did make it tough on those guys. In fact, we read about some miraculous right, uh, deliverances, whether the lion's den or the fiery furnace. Both cases, God did amazing things. Now, I can't guarantee that, you know, we'll have the exact same treatment today, but the principles are there, obviously. If you got a rough situation at work, at home, wherever, uh, God is able to deliver. And as Daniel's three friends told Debbie Knezer, even if he does not, yeah. right, we will still worship the God, the living God, and we won't bow down to your, uh, your idol. So uh, good lessons there for all of us. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I mean, that was their reality, wasn't it? They didn't know. I mean, they didn't yeah. have the, the next yeah. chapter of the book written to, to know that they were going to be walking around in the fire. They were, you know, probably looking at this thinking, this is our last day on earth, but, yeah. you know, we're going to, yeah. you know, tr- choose to honor God no matter what. And, you know, thankfully, God was able to come through and deliver them. I, I often think of uh, the passage in Psalm 121, you know, that says, you know, where does my help come from? You know, like the, you might look to the mountains or you might look to, you know, all these different things we can look to look around to, but ultimately yeah, yeah. my help comes from the Lord. Yeah, well, has to be. Uh, again, if we take this analogy of hostile nations, not just Taiwan a bit worried about, say, uh, communist China. I mean, it's remotely possible. Uh, say, Indonesia to the north one day might look to expand and they mm. might think, oh, Australia, you know, slim, easy pickings here. We can easily take over these guys. Uh, so whether on that big level or, as you say, on a smaller level, it looks like, boy, where are we going to turn to for help? Sure, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, treaty alliances that nations have. Australia is part of a few of these commitments, right? If you attack my neighbor, you know, I'll come to your offense, defense, whatever. Uh, so that's there. But uh, as Daniel makes clear, well, in fact, the other prophets, right, they said don't resist uh, the Babylonians. Actually, God's using them as judgment in this case. Mm. So it doesn't do any good to go to Egypt or some other nation looking for help. So again, the same here. And it's probably good to keep in mind as we read in the Hall of Fame, Hebrews 11, right? Uh, Interesting, I think it's verses 34 and 37. In one passage, it says, these men of faith escaped the edge of the sword. 
And then you read a few verses later, right? And these died by the edge of the sword, right? Mm. Both uh, cases of godly, you know, faithful men and women, some made it through, like Daniel and his friends. Others didn't. But again, the, the, the point still is, who do we trust? Who's mm. our God? Who's in control, even when it doesn't quite look like it yeah. in every situation? That's so good. And I think it's important, like, I mean, the Hebrews 11 that you've mentioned there is a great reminder because, I mean, obviously, you know, we can learn a lot from history. And, you know, sadly, the one thing we learn from history is that we don't learn from history typically. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we can learn whether it be a biblical hero or whether it be, I mean, you mentioned, you know, Nazi Germany recently or, you know, the Cold War. There's different things that have happened in, yeah. you know, even recent yeah. history where yeah. we can, again, be just thinking what's going to happen. Yeah, we're a bit uh, concerned, alarmed. And yet, you know, God ultimately is in control, even in those situations. No, absolutely. History is vital. Uh, well, God is the God of history. So obviously reading your Bible, but just being aware of history, uh, you can learn so much. Uh, speaking of Daniel and his friends, how long were they in captivity? Well, Jeremiah told them ahead of time, right? 70 years. Uh, if you grew up as I did, I'm an old guy through the Cold War, as you mentioned. Mm. How long was uh, Russia under communist dominance? Well, what, 1917, Russian Revolution, 1989, the wall came tumbling down, mm. Berlin Wall. That's 72 years, so quite yeah. similar yeah. to the 70 years of exile for uh, the ancient Israelites. So, again, if you're living in the middle of that, you think, God, is this never going to come to an end? Are we never going to get mm. out of this, right? A whole generation of Russians... Well, born, lived, and some died in that period of communist control. Of course, you know, probably what many of us didn't expect, the wall did come down, communism collapsed, uh, Europe was freed, Eastern Europe. So, yeah, it takes a while, and sometimes God's time frame is a bit different than ours. You know, mm. we wish he'd kind of hurried things up a little bit. But he's in charge. He's in charge of our lives, our office, our school. He's in charge of nations. And Daniel makes this perfectly clear. So uh, mm. we can praise him. We can trust him. Sure, there might be some tough stretches along the way. But, hey, God is still on the throne. Yeah, so true. I mean, another one that uh, I think about when you talk about the book of Daniel is Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, that's a fascinating yeah. story where he— yeah literally became like a, a wild beast, like you know, started yeah. eating grass. You know, this is the ruler of the known world. You know, and yeah. God yeah. just basically, you know, intervened there and set him off on a whole different tangent. Yeah, well, again, applied to today, right? The, a Joe Biden, a Albanese, a Macron, a Trudeau, right? Mm -hmm. They're all in their own ways, you know, proud of their achievements. And I would say most of them pretty much, you know, not exactly vibrant Christians by any means, uh, often anti-God in what they do and say. So, yeah, you could say the same, as you mentioned, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, the big uh you know, the, well, probably the biggest leader of the time, feared by everybody, mm. yet because of his pride, you know, he said, oh, I've done all this, I've made this great kingdom. Well, God doesn't like pride, whether it's in your school teacher that's giving you a hard time or it's in a political leader. So God, yeah, he struck Nebuchadnezzar mm. down big time. Yeah. Now, the good news is there, right? He seems to have repented, humbled himself, mm. and he was restored. And yet you read on, right, the next chapter or two, what happens? The sun 
of Nebuchadnezzar, right? Belshazzar, he too is proud, arrogant, but we don't read of him, uh, you know, uh, being humbled or humbling himself. So you'd think he'd have learned a lesson, right, mm. from his own father. That's he right. saw what, what happened to him. So, yeah, uh, some people get the lesson. Some people are able to uh, submit to God and his discipline and, you know, come good in the end, but not all of them do. We we got the same thing today, whether it's a Palaszczuk in Queensland and mm-hmm. Andrews in Victoria, right, a Biden in Washington, Will they submit? Will they humble themselves? Will they bow down before the God of the universe? Or will they continue with the clenched fish, arrogance, pride? Well, God can deal with them all. Mm. Hopefully the latter is not the case, that the former happens. Some of these guys see the light. I pray every day for some of these leaders, right? Improve or remove, right? Get them (laughs) saved or get them out of the way. So, so many deep lessons and truths we can get out of Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. And again, bringing it back to, you know, I guess us as individuals, we yeah. have that same responsibility, don't we? Every day we need to humble ourselves before the Lord and, yeah. and yeah. say that, you know, you are sovereign, you are in control. I humble my heart before you. Otherwise, we can end up in the same place. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you know, when Scripture says God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. He probably has, you know, as you say, ordinary Joes like you and me in mind, you know, not so much Joes, the Nebuchadnezzar or a Stalin or a Hitler. You and me, as you say, Christians, we need to be reminded. Are we, you know, taking pride in our great achievements, our great speaking abilities, our great uh, blog sites, our great uh, Christian ministries, being a great pastor with a big church? Are we, you know, really taking the credit and the glory for that? Or do we stay daily on our knees saying, look, without you, Lord, I'm nothing. You know, I I didn't fill this church. I didn't get this radio audience. Uh, It was you and you alone. And we read in Scripture, I think twice, I think it's in Isaiah, where God says, I will not share my glory with another. Mm. So if it's a Nebuchadnezzar, well, he can deal with him. If it's us believers who are getting a little bit too big for our bridges, a little bit too arrogant, a little bit too proud and Mm. forgetful of, well, the pit from which he dug each one of us as well, right? So, uh, yeah, we got to apply it to ourselves first and foremost. So that's always got to be the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great reminder. And uh, I guess it is. It's a bit nuanced, but certainly it is good news. And, you know, God is sovereign. He is in control. And we can uh, be confident in that, you know, no matter what we're going through, in our personal lives, or as we look at the you know, the yeah. nightly news and think, my goodness, what's happening around the world? Yeah. What's happening in our own state? Uh, it can be yep. very concerning, but you know, God is uh, in control. So a great reminder, Bill. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us. And of course, uh, that's uh, an article that is found on your uh, website, BillMuhlenberg.com. And I've been yep. practicing spelling Muhlenberg, but I guess if you try it in Google, it'll, it'll find it eventually, won't it? <laughs> it will. Or just do Culture Watch. You'll get it, hopefully. Yes. So, yep. Culture Watch is the other alternative. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate you uh, sharing that, mate. And uh, yeah, just uh, amazing the uh, the amount of content that you're pumping out every week. So worth checking out some of the articles on Bill's website. As mentioned, BillMuhlenberg.com. Or yeah, just Google Culture Watch and you'll find uh, those uh, articles. Bill, thanks again. It'll be uh, Matt Prater chatting with you next week on 2020. Yeah. All right. Many thanks. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.